Warning, the following podcast features views and opinions that are not representative of the collective views of the Whispers groups. Some of these views may not be suitable for children. Accordingly, the producers and hosts of the Missy AE podcast must insist that no one attempt to take anything that is being said as representative of the views of any of the Whispers groups. Welcome back to another edition of the Missy AE show. Tonight's version, we are going to recap. Survivor 42 from last night, the merge boot, and we're going to look ahead at the double boot next week. Um, and as far as the song that was played tonight, we're going to we're going to look around and see which one of these players has really got the devil inside of them. Who is uh, who is not being honest and loyal? So we'll discuss that tonight. Um, we'll talk more about Jonathan continuing to be dominant in challenges. Um, Mary Ann's edit just up and down, back and forth. Um, should Drea have left? Um, I mean, Chanel, should Chanel have left? So we'll get into all of those things. Um, we're down to original tribes. We're down to Vati only having two people left, Mike and Hi. So they have to do something. They have to get in with other people. Um, Taku has four, and Ika has four, but Ika's going to lose two this week, so they're going to be down to two. So Taku is going to be the dominant tribe and we've discussed this because of how it's all going to play out in the end where they finish that Taku must have stuck together so we'll get into all of that um, Tim I don't know if he'll be here tonight he got a booster shot only about an hour ago and the last couple of shots he had um, sort of messed him up, so I don't know if he'll be here tonight. But we could he have is in a, the chat a, room a new... apparently. Okay, okay, good deal. Um, we could have a new caller tonight. Toby may be calling in, so we'll watch for that. And uh, we'll just break it all down and look ahead. And uh, I mean, overall, it was a pretty good episode. Um, the merge boot, we now have a mayor of the Ponderosa, and did they take that phrase from Whispers, or did we take it from them? I think we started using the mayor of the jury before they did. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not too sure, actually, because I forget, when did, when did they start showing the Ponderosa uh, videos? When did they start? making it available um they've done it for a long time i i don't think i've i don't think i've ever heard them use mayor prior to this uh yeah i don't or prior yeah, see to, that's what i that's what i was saying i haven't heard that term until this season so 
tell. We must. Uh, they must have. Uh, that must be another another thing that they've stolen from us. So, uh, Jim, you may want to. You may. You may want to. Uh, you may want to rack up the uh, the fees that uh, they're going to have to give you. <laughs> I don't. I don't know which one's stolen the most. Them or Big Brother. Uh, it, it actually. It actually may be Big Brother. <laughs> You're probably going to oh, have to copyright uh, all your uh, Survivor Whispers uh, groups. <laughs> What's up, JB? How you doing? Hey, I'm uh, I'm doing fine. Good. We we Good. also have Melissa and we have Reggie as well on the line with us. Hi, okay. y'all. Hey Reggie. Hi. Hey Reggie. Hi. Hey Mo. Hi. If I'm hey, really Melissa. quiet, I'm doing. I'm doing the hey. rest of my documentation. Okay. But what, I'm just what are you? What What are you documenting? All the juveniles that I seen today, and what happened, and what transpired, and who I contacted at either the learning center where they go to school, or their probation officers, or. You know, constables and therapists. <laughs> yeah, or both. Yeah. And they're therapists. And when you catch them walking down the street when they're to be in school, you kind of have to make a lot of calls. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah I, I do it, it every night. I get it. I yep. get it. Um, Melissa, last night's episode, um, the merge boot, which means it's the first person of the jury, and we get Chanel. Um, I know you weren't surprised because you knew it was coming, but as you watched the edit play out, did it kind of look surprising to the general fans? I would think so, especially since they were all talking Romeo. Um, yeah. I think it, I think it may have caught him off guard. Because um, she was being pretty quiet for the most part. Yeah, she was so think, she was kind of chill. She's kind of chill. Mm-hmm. Drea's the one that's kind of out there and could be turning people against her, but Chanel was kind of chill out. You know, I I really don't like that girl. I just don't. Drea, what? I liked her oh, going okay. in. I liked her going in, but I sure don't like her now. I. Uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> what? 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 What do you think? What do you think, Reggie? We we all knew what was coming, but if you're looking at this as just a general fan that doesn't even really come on the internet, um, would that have been surprising? You think? Oh, absolutely, because they're all invested, and they all think they know the winner, and they all you know, feel like everybody is kumbala or, you know, I think, I think if they would have been surprised. Yes. Okay. JB, what do you think? You think that kind of shocked some of the uh, general viewers of survivor that don't come online and look around for stuff? Yeah. For the ones that don't, uh, you know, come online and they just uh, maybe watch, uh, just watch every week and you know that's it 
you know, they'll probably take it in and uh, they probably thought, wow, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, as far as, the, I wish Eddie was here with the with the edits, but they really edited it to where it looked like Romeo was going to leave, Steve. They did, but when if you for when we're when we're speaking about casual viewers, if casual viewers paid attention to the pre-merge episodes, one of the big things that was focused on was the distrust of Chanel after the whole Daniel incident. And once the whole Daniel incident occurred, and that caused uh, Jenny to leave. Uh, Chanel, all of a sudden, the Vati tribe began to distrust Chanel. And granted, Daniel got booted, but it came down to who could they trust more out of the two, Chanel or Daniel. And they could trust uh, Chanel more than they could Daniel at that time. But the thing is, the Chanel distrust was still in there. So the fact that High and Mike uh, or originally the boot was looking like it was going to be Romeo, especially considering that Tori won immunity. But once they went, once they directed uh, the focus back over to High and Mike, they kept bringing up how they've always, how they've distrusted Chanel since day one. And for, you know, for, for, for us, you know, this wasn't really a shock because of the fact that we knew that something like this would uh, was coming. But you know, to the uh, to the to the regular viewer, I think it all depends on. You can still be a casual viewer, and if you've seen every episode, then you may have had a potential idea that this was coming because of that one scene. But if you were a, if you were one of those viewers who uh, maybe decides to just DVR it and oh I'll watch it I'll watch it sometime later or I'll binge watch it or something towards the end of the season maybe they may have caught this episode live and that could have potentially thrown them through a loop. So it's yeah. I mean it, it, they they put little things in there to where maybe even the casual viewers could potentially figure out what was what was happening because yeah. i mean the whole the whole romeo thing i mean yeah it, may, it makes sense because of the fact that ica isn't in the numbers but it it was very unusual because romeo there was barely anything of romeo uh except for following the challenge other than that, you know, people would be looking at uh, would be looking at them saying pre-challenge that Romeo is a target, and they'd be like, "Why? He hasn't even been, you know, he hasn't even been shown this whole episode." So, I can one see thing, where perhaps one the thing Rome- would confuse one thing, some people. One thing Romeo said on Twitter today was, um, "If." observing everything and everyone around you and what's going on makes you paranoid, then call me paranoid. So he's saying he's just watching everybody. He's not really paranoid. He's just 
watching all the players and what's going on. Yeah, but then and he, was also, he was also throwing Roxroy out there because of that. And that basically, it caused other, you know, other members from within the majority alliance to call him paranoid because his target, the target had already been switched from him over to Chanel. And now... Of course, Romeo didn't know this, but, uh, you know, he was just further complicating what they had already set in stone. Yeah. Um, Melissa, let's talk a little bit about Tori. Two straight immunity wins. She's beaten Jonathan twice. And for some reason, the fans still don't like her. But in the exits, all the players speak highly of her. What I mean, what's going on? Is she just getting that horrible of an edit? Melissa? Melissa? What? Oh, I'm sorry. You were talking to me? Yeah. No, got, he was okay. talking to Melissa. No. Okay. So, had she not won the immunity, she'd be gone. Okay? And the thing is, I like Tori, and I hope and pray that Roxroy goes out before her. He does. I hope she is. He does? Good. Yeah. Good. Adios, amigos. Are you kidding me right now? This is a guy who sits around on his ass and pretends that he can do crap, but couldn't even sink one ball. Okay? I, I, I do not like that man. I do not like that man. I like him for um, entertainment. Reggie, what do you think about Tori? She's won two straight immunities, two individual immunities. Yeah. And she's beat she's beaten the challenge beast Jonathan twice. Well, let's and get an immunity that uh, Jonathan. You know, they're they're kind of. I've I've looked at it differently. I looked at it that they're they're making immunities because she's little, she's petite, she can stand on that thin little thing and hold that ball. You know, I I think they're just kind of geared towards her. Um, when there is a strong but, immunity, I don't think she'll but, win it. But, but Reggie, you can make the same <laughs> argument that the physical stuff is geared towards Jonathan. So they Absolutely, watch each other and I want to see one of those. I want to see one of those quickly. But anyway, I, I don't. I, I, I guess maybe she comes across to me on the TV as harsh and kind of like. Not really a know-it-all, but I don't know how to explain it. She it, And if she's really nice around camp, but everybody talks highly of her, then we must not be seeing that, uh, you know. Her, yeah, that's, that's that what I'm not saying. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know what's going on. Why? Do, I don't either, because it comes across why, like she's harsh and why ugly. Do, why, do and, fan, why do fans not get behind her winning immunities like they would Parvati? Um, is it 
already had a softer face. Is it because of how she's been edited? I don't know. It's because of the facial expressions, and Parvati always quickly flashed that smile, and she had such a little girl's face. Tori is kind of sharp in her face, and she comes across as a little sharp over my TV anyway, just by my thoughts. What What do you think, JD? Um, Me myself, I think it was uh, the time that uh, Rock Roy was uh, sent, and uh, Jeff came and said, uh, "You know, you can uh, change the, uh, you know, whole game and everything like that." He ended up. smashing the uh, hourglass and when Tori found out that she was originally on the winning tribe and now she's on the losing tribe she didn't like that. Oh I remember that. Well face it. She was mad. Well let's face it let's face it would any of us like that? Nope. No. You know, no, Roxroy no, did not no, like not her before really. that. Roxroy did not like her before that. Oh, Roxroy has just had it out for her. And, pl- and plus, and the, the thing hate, is, the was coming for her before that, though. Even before that. Yeah. I don't think he yep. was even uh, doing it for, uh, you know, to get at uh, Tori. I, I think know. he was doing he, it. He, I think, I think he was doing it. Uh, you know, to being, uh, you know, he was on the, uh, you know, well, instead I mean, of losing, the first he'd be winning. Do it, the first, first reason you're gonna do it, it makes you safe. Yeah, that's that's the main reason you're gonna be I mean, safe. Yeah. So, Steve, <laughs> what do you think? What's the reason here? I mean, the, I mean, I think it's, Chanel in her exits on, on one of them today said Tori was a total sweetheart. Yeah, it's, it's I'll tell it go it goes even further than the whole Roxroy situation with the with smashing the hourglass. And I said this last week, and I still believe it's the same thing. Ever since Tori backstabbed Svati, who uh, everybody saw as America's angel, uh, everybody ever since that point has absolutely turned against Tori because of they can't they can't stand they can't stand uh, the fact that she sold out uh, Swati. But but Steve, hi. I can turn on people and vote them out, yeah. and everybody's like, "Oh, he's a good player." Well, yeah, it's uh, there's a very big double standard when it comes to uh, when it comes to reality shows. You know, we see it in we we see it amongst Big Brother fans as well. Uh, yeah, and but, Chanel, you know, Chanel brought can, Chanel brought that up in some of her exits today. She said things I did and tried. I get vilified for it, but if a man does it, fans love it. Yep. The problem is, the problem is, people considered SWAT or 
uh, the stands, as I call them. Uh, if, if anybody doesn't know what a stand is, just listen to the Eminem song or watch the Eminem music video, and you'll you'll know what a stand is. Uh, a, all the stands who call who call their favorites either Queen or King or you oh, know I get so sick of that. All, all that bullshit. Uh, I get so sick of that. You know, be, you know, you know, the players get sick of it. Yeah, but they consider they considered Swati this season to be their queen, and how da- how dare somebody make a game move like Tori did and uh, and sell Swati out? So now we must uh, we must hate her for the uh, till the end of time. Sell who out? But uh, re- when Tori sold Swati, Swati. Out, oh, okay, all of those weeks ago. See, I don't. I yeah, don't understand but, you know, all. I really don't understand all this Swati love. She did nothing for me. Well, um, I don't really want to point out the obvious. And she wasn't but, the only um, one that sold Swati out. Yeah, but you know how you know how uh, previous reality shows have gone, where there's been a uh, bias towards a certain race, and. The fandom has really jumped on the bandwagon at the same time with the whole Black Lives Matter or Colored Lives Matter and everything. That's partially why everybody has jumped on board with SWAT T being their queen. Well, in in all honesty, she wasn't that good a player. Well, y'all can start calling me queen because my name's Regina. (laughs) <laughs> and it means queen. Yes, sir. Requina. Requina. No, Requina. That's good. Yeah, I'll take Requina. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, some people, some people are gonna hate. Some people are gonna hate my explanation, but it's the truth. You know, yep. it's it is what it, it, it is. Happened. We've seen we've seen it we've seen it specifically in Big Brother, uh, Melissa. I know you've trolled uh, you've trolled the big the Big Brother Twitter uh, feeds, so you know exactly damn well what uh, what I'm talking about uh, when it comes to mm-hmm. uh, you know Big Brother fans uh, standing certain women or certain men calling them king and queen uh, and. They do in Survivor too, Steve. Yeah. Oh, I know. But I, I, I know. I know. To my, uh, you know, to my, to what some people may point out. Well, you're saying it's based off of race. Why? Why aren't people doing it for for Drea or for Chanel? Well, you know, let's just say that uh, people pick out certain favorites before every season, and uh, well, I guess you could say maybe Swati looked cuter. I don't know. Oh, I, I will say, really? I don't, I don't think, think there's so. no way she looks cuter. <laughs> well, I will say Drea is a total badass. Well, she's Hi, coming up. Teresa. Hey, Teresa. Hi, she, Hi Teresa. She, uh, Drea's coming up. Let's see. All right, those two leave this week. Then that one leaves. Then Drea leaves. She's She's coming up in two weeks. No, oh, I, I wish she would go before Tori. Three weeks. She's coming up in three weeks. 
I was really like to see her go before Tori. And you you have to you have to wonder with all those advantages, how the hell does she leave? Because she got cocky. She got super cocky. Yeah. All right, let me let me uh, let me bring up something else that came out in uh, Chanel's exit today. She said, you know, everyone is really loving on Jonathan, including me. But she said, Jonathan is getting all the love, and he didn't really deserve it. So, was he doing things that they're not showing us because he's their challenge beast? He's their alpha male? He's their new Ozzy, Joe, or Malcolm? What what do you think about that, Steve? Very possible. I mean, it's possible that they want to sell him as somebody who's worthy of coming back for another uh, for another season. So if if fans really if they really showed what actually happened, what he actually did out there, then it would be unappealing uh, to fans, and it may sour fans uh, uh, those who who are. Uh, who may be big fans of his, and especially if they're going to potentially do another. Because uh, I believe, didn't you say at one point there was a rumor that they would do another uh, second chance season where fans would be able to vote? I think at one point, because if that's the case. You know, he would probably the way they're building him up right now. He would probably be a shoe in for a fan vote if they were to do a fan vote. So they want to try and basically protect his image, probably as much as possible. Or who knows? Maybe it's entirely possible too that Chanel. Uh, maybe it was the littlest of things, and Chanel just got really pissed off over it. It and. You know, maybe Survivor, maybe the uh, the producers looked at the tapes and said, do we really need to show this? Because it could, yeah. it could be, like, literally nothing. And Chanel yeah. may be making a big deal uh, over it. Right. As, as, how do you view that, what? Melissa? you think he's just getting a great edit because he's the new alpha male, or do you – and you think maybe there's something to this, or you think maybe for some reason she's just a little bitter about it? A little bitter. I think she's better. I second that. Melissa? She said well, bitter. Uh, everybody, no, everybody uh, answered for me, so... <laughs> But I think Melissa, I think Melissa, let's, Melissa let's be honest. Let's be honest. This is Survivor. This is Jeff Probst. He loves his alpha males. You can't put it past him to make sure this guy got a fantastic edit and maybe did a few things that they just left out. That could be. Don't you think? 
That could be. But I, but he sure, he sure seems I, like. I, I mean, from what we're seeing, he sure seems like a great guy. Well, I think so too, and I, I think that um, Chanel, you know, I think she might be playing stuff up. What uh, things are a little bit worse than what they things were worse in her eyes than what they actually were. Reggie. Yes. What would what would he have done to her to make her say that? I don't know if it would take anything major. She's just butthurt right now. And he could have well, looked at her she, side. Well, wait, wait, let me let me back you up a little bit because she was very open about she understands the game, she knows how it is. She don't hold any hard feelings. She's still friends with everybody. And while she's on the jury, she's just going to vote for the best player. She really sounds like she respects the game. So why pick him out of the bunch and say that? Maybe if they had a private talk or something, he didn't agree with what she said. Or he, she may have wanted to vote somebody out. At the last minute, and he he vetoed it, and it you know it upset her. I don't know, but I don't what think do it's think? anything. For... What do you, what do you think, Teresa? I kind of like what um, Richie said. I mean, he uh, maybe she's jealous of him. I kind of doubt that. Um, what do you think, JB? What do you think this is? Just creative editing from probes to pump up another alpha male and maybe some stuff happened we're not seeing? Or you think something happened between those two where she's really got a legitimate beef against you? Uh, I think it's a combination of uh, two of them. Um, I think we're seeing stuff that, uh, you know, Jeff really doesn't, he kind of says, well, you know, the, you know, fans really don't need to see that. And also it might be that uh, uh, maybe it was something that, Chanel and Jonathan, you know, might have been talking, and um, it was either Chanel or Jonathan or both of them, you know, didn't like what uh, each of them had to say, and he said, eh, we're not going to show that because... <laughs> What we're seeing right now out of, uh, you know, Jonathan is sufficient enough to, uh, you know, make the fans keep on coming back and uh, watching the show. Yeah. Well, and and Steve, um, if she should have had anything against anybody, it probably should have been Mike because he held such a grudge against her. I exactly. mean, 
He voted for her, so she voted for him, but yet he held that grudge. She voted for me. She voted for me. She voted for me. You voted for her first. So, um, but she was still complimentary to him in the interviews, other than just saying he he really holds a grudge. Um, yeah. But yet she said that about Jonathan? It's, it's you know it, it's it's entirely possible that something may something minor may have happened out there on the island, and like I said before, you know maybe perhaps production took a look at it and they said, does it even fit into the story? Like should we, if we were to take the if we were to leave this out of the edit, would it really matter? If it like would it really matter basically if it was put into the edit or not? Like does it really add much to the story? And considering they have to cut for time, they have to cut down these episodes for time. This was probably one of those segments that where if something did actually happen between the two, you know maybe it would find itself to a deleted scenes. <laughs> Or something on a on a on the eventual uh, DVD edition of the of the season. Yeah, yep. I mean it's um, a, I mean you really don't know. I mean it could have been something small as uh, him uh, farting all night. <laughs> I doubt that. I doubt. I doubt it was that. <laughs> Can they do yeah, that with I, no I food? <laughs> I mean, I doubt it too. I was just one trying to be funny, and two, uh, right, right. I was just trying to say it could be something very minute. Well, yeah, it could have been. It could have been, but it just struck me as being a little odd that she really sounds like she respects the game. Um, her vote's going to come from who she thinks played the best game. She's not into this being bitter and all that stuff. Um, she even spoke good about Mike, but what she said about Jonathan was just, it really stood out. And actually, um, when she was asked about him, she said, can we come back to him? It was like she didn't know what to say. And so they saved him for last and came back to him, and she was still kind of hesitant about what to say. And then that's what she said. He was getting a beloved edit, which she didn't think he deserved. It could be a way to drum up. It could be a way to drum up interest, uh, potentially bad blood between the two. Maybe she's looking for a potential reason for Survivor to bring her back. No, for she's if, not especially coming if he was especially especially if he was going to be on the same season. Yeah, she's not coming back. And just a little information: forty-three and forty-four are both going to be newbies too, and both going to be another twenty-six day season. I think that's the new so that's norm the because they're saving so much money. Well, I mean, if you're Jeff Probst and you can go out there and, and cut your work schedule by 13 days for two straight seasons, that's 26 days you're cutting off 
where you have to work and you still get the same money? I mean, Jeff's going to do that. Well, how much money is he saving CBS by doing that? They're probably just finding them. Oh, they're they're saving money, too, by not being out there so long. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but lately it's something about Jeff has been kind of rubbing me the wrong way. Well, he can, he can make you that way. He's made made me that way in the past, and I've made it very vocal. But to me, he corrected a lot of things that I thought was wrong, and I think overall he's done a really, really good job. But it yeah, may be a has- little. It may be a little much. It may be a little much that you're gonna oversee all the casting. You are going to oversee all the editing. You are going to host. I mean, it's like everything is under his thumbprint. It may be time to give up a little of this. Oh, and and, and he's the producer. So it may be a little time to give somebody else the responsibility yeah. But as far as a host, I still think he's the best ever on reality TV. I guess it's just sometimes it just seems like uh, he tries to, like he was saying, I would be very disappointed if somebody does not pick up this advantage. Yeah, but he says that before they even walk in. There ain't nobody there when he says that. Well, come on, you can't. You can't just. You can't expect them. You can't expect them to go on camera and say, "Oh, I hope nobody gets this." I really hope nobody gets this, even though I'm yeah. placing this right here. I mean, he he told us last week he hoped somebody found the advantage. He'd be disappointed if they didn't, and he told us he was pretty much going to make a deal about the rice as long as yeah. they negotiated with him. And but he did that with just the crowd, with the fans watching. The players True. didn't know and, that. And I do, and I do say, and I did, did kind of find it humorous when he said, uh, "For those watching in future future seasons, I will not be as easily uh, swayed." I mean, that's no different, Teresa. If you think about it, that's no different. Then we were when we were doing our sur- Survivor Whispers games and Big Brother Whispers games in our unusual access group, which is kind of our more or less our live feeds in there, and mm-hmm. I post behind the scenes stuff. It's no different than me going in there and telling people in that group what's coming. Sure. Or it's our version of Survivor within Survivor, the our version of game within the game uh, thing that they did last yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a fa- it, it it turned out to be a fantastic group because all the fans watching the games were like, "Oh my God, I see what they're thinking, I see what they're telling Jim, I see what's going on, I know what to expect." 
this is going to be fun to watch. I know what challenge is coming up. But the players didn't know all that stuff. The players didn't know all of that. I'll tell you what, like her or not like her, I did feel bad for Marianne with some of the things she was saying saying on the episode last night. Why did why did you feel you felt you felt bad, sad, or what? I felt empathy for her. Yeah, that's the good. See, and and this is the whole thing. This the whole thing, Melissa. With her, they're taking us on a roller coaster. They started Mm -hmm. off where fans are going to get behind her because she's an underdog, and she's so legit in her feelings, and then they make her look really bad for an episode with, with with a couple of things she said. Now they're bringing her back to making her look like somebody we, we want to root for. So they're taking us on a roller coaster. Don't you see that, Melissa? Well, a little bit, but they want to keep you engaged. I mean, um, and if you notice, she did make the comment in her um, diary room, I'll say, to her confessional. She was kind of uh, using her emotions to get people to do what she wanted. Yeah. So it was and, like, so and, that's called playing and the she game. Can, she can use that at Final Tribal as a strategy. Yep. Yeah. Um. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, and and, and what uh, what what Chanel said about her was, she was genuinely authentic. So Ew. she left the game thinking the girl was was honest and who she was. Well, she pretty much is so far. Yeah. Well, she's gonna have to she's gonna have to backstab a few people, but that will be good well, on your resume too. I mean, juries expect that they want to know what you did. She can say she used her emotions. She can say I eventually had to turn on this person or this person, which makes a good resume. And the the difference with her and Romeo, Romeo just seems like he's really chaotic and scared and people don't trust him and Mike is kind you know I like Mike don't get me wrong I like Mike but he's sort of pissing a few people off well and Jim Jim, the big the big thing that one comment that she made when she said that she was using uh that she was using her emotions to her advantage that is the exact quote I could I could see them putting into an you know how they usually do those end of the season montages right before right before the yeah. reunion show or what they used to do where they would have an end of the season montage for the for the winner yeah uh, like that is, like the finale uh, the line. finale yeah that is a line yeah. that I could see them using in a montage video for Marianne that she yeah. was, that she used her emotions to her advantage. That is the exact. See, type I'm going to be quote Reggie. I'm I, Reggie. I'm going to be interested because they keep going up and down her on her edit. 
I'm going to be interested when she has to stab a few people if they make that a good edit or a bad edit. No, they'll make it a good edit. She's their little superstar. I think I think one thing most are. I think one thing most people will say about her is she's legit. She is who she is. Yeah. Okay. I mean, whether you like her or not, I, I think I don't I think care you're for seeing, her. I think you're seeing who she is. I, I don't care for her, but I think that mind constantly goes, and she's got every little thing mapped out. Again, I don't care for her actions or the way she, you know, nothing about her. But I do believe that she's a hell of a lot smarter than she ever is letting on, and she's going to use that sweet little act all the way to win. And I wish she wouldn't win. Well, she's going I'm to. Done. <laughs> I Romeo, know, I'm done. Romeo Romeo don't get no votes and Mike only gets one. Everybody's uh everybody's speculating Mike's one vote is from Jonathan. Well, you were Which wrong explains last the bond. It explains the bond. No, I was not wrong. I had uh, Erica last season. Yeah, Tiffany. Steve, I thought I had Erica. No, you I can Erica. actually see jo- I can actually see Jonathan voting for uh Marianne. Really? Yes yeah. I can. I do too. I do. What if yeah, but what if it comes down to Romeo wins the final four challenge and he keeps Marianne safe and makes Jonathan and Mike make fire and Mike beats him at fire? You don't think Jonathan, being the man he is, will respect that and vote for him? No. <clears throat> well, who else would vote uh, John, for him? Who else it, would it, vote it for Mike? It doesn't make sense for them to do the whole bonding thing with Jonathan and Mike and not have it mean in the end that Jonathan uh, – votes for Mike. If Jonathan voted for anybody else, it, there's no we're, we we haven't been given any reason. Unless um, unless he votes for Marianne because they were on the same tribe, big whoopee. Uh other than that But as soon as Steve, as soon as they merged him, as soon as they merged him and Mike hooked up. Yeah, I know, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That we wouldn't have been given that specific moment if it didn't mean something in the end, whether it's as little as uh, Jonathan voting for Mike. And not only so that, who, 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 all right, if, if it's not Jonathan, who's going to vote for Mike? It ain't going to be Lindsay. It ain't going to be Omar. It ain't going to be Hyde. It ain't going to be Tory, Roxroy, or Chanel. The only other option is Drea going wild. And I don't think Drea would. Yeah, I, I think yeah, the only option was, is I probably, think the only option is Jonathan. Well, and he may have just did it as a sympathy vote. Or like we discussed before, they wanted and, to make and, sure and that Mike got you, the second that they got Mike the second hand. 
let me tell you that juries do that. They will throw a sympathy vote out there to make sure a certain player gets second instead Mm -hmm. of third so they get more money. So that's another reason Jonathan may have done it. Yep. I can tell you. I know. I can tell you for a fact. Um, when Brenda was on with uh, and uh, and Fabio won, they made sure Chase got second place. And I remember talking to her. I was like, "Are you freaking crazy? Do you know how that could have screwed up?" And and Fabio may not have won. She said, "Jim." We knew what we was doing. We talked about it before we went in to vote. We made sure mm-hmm. Chase got second place money. And that opened my eyes up to the to the final votes. They talk well, about it. Opi- in my opinion, I thought Chase should have won over Fabio. <clears throat> so anyway, I'm telling you it happens. I know it's straight from Brenda. And trust well, me. Well I most everyone yeah. knows that me and Brenda knew each other really well. <laughs> so we're like sister and bro. Because that, when she first told me that, it sent me into a loop. I was like, "Are you crazy?" And she explained, and it it made sense when she explained it. Yeah. She also said. She also told me that she knew if she didn't vote for Chase, she'd get extra camera time if she vote. I mean, if she didn't vote for Fabio, she'd get extra camera time voting for Chase. <laughs> so there, some of these players are aware of that. I don't know if they're as aware as Brenda was, but some of the players are aware about stuff like that. Well, I... Well, from what I remember, Bobby only won by one vote. I think it was worse than that. And the whole thing about that season, when all that crap between Sash and Jane at Tribal and they shut it down and we never saw any of that because Jane accused him of cheating trying to get her to sway the jury and telling her he would pay for her mortgage. And it turned out Jane was deaf in one ear, and that's the ear Sash was talking to. And he didn't say that. He said, if I win, I'm going to pay my mortgage. He didn't say that to Jane. And Jane brought it up at Tribal. And Jeff Probst said, cut the cameras. He didn't want that to air. And then what they decided was, we're going to let the jury just figure this out, whatever they believe. And after they all got home, I talked to them, and they were like, if we would have known that, Sash would have won. So, but they thought it was funny and cool that they was out there watching Fabio detox while he was playing the game. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, it looked like something was. It, it did look like something was seriously wrong with him all season. Like either he was high or or something. Because uh, he was. He was. He was. He was detoxing. <laughs> or just batshit crazy. I mean, I I know his sister and his mom. I talked to both of them, and uh, I know. A lot of people know this, but I don't know if Melissa or, or Reggie do. I think JB knows it. Teresa probably don't. But before the finale, his sister contacted me and said and asked me. She said, um, "Me and my mom were going to buy new dresses for the finale. Mm-hmm. I if he wins, yeah. if, if he wins." And but we weren't going to do that unless we knew he was going to win. So oh yeah, I can you, She said, "Can you can you tell me if he wins? Because he told me he really doesn't know." I said, "Buy the dresses." Uh huh. Yep. Still buy the dresses. Yep, and we're still friends. Me and Kelsey and her mom, we're still friends. I mean, Kel- Kelsey's on Facebook. You can look her Jim, up. I just got, on- Jim, I just got one thing to say. You can breathe easy now. I'm watching. Hi, without Steve. saying anything else. Steve, I'm watching. Without, <laughs> without saying anything else, you can breathe easy. Is there a would this be, would this be Would this be the most incredible comeback? <laughs> what game are we yeah. talking about? Yeah, what are we watching? Uh, I'm watching my Memphis Grizzlies while I'm talking to you guys. Uh, <laughs> we were hey, losing by Eddie 20. Tonight? We were losing uh, by 26, and now we're up by 10. Oh, okay. Where's Eddie, Eddie tonight? I miss him. I don't know. Eddie I has wish, not that's called what I said. I wish you would be here so I can talk to him about the edits. Let me refresh. Let me refresh oh, yeah. the. Yeah, Call there's, him. Nope, there's there's no other uh there's no other numbers that have been up here yet. Yeah. Nobody I don't know, has I don't phone know where he is. Uh J B does. I've got it but I've I've never called him. I don't I don't like to do that unless K with me calling them because, you know, I get everybody's number off of the podcast. But I don't call them unless I know it's okay. Okay, well, Deb, you've got my permission if you ever want to call Mine, them. too. Yeah, mine, too. Reggie, I'm going to probably call you. Hey, what are we going to talk about? I don't know. I don't know, but you're interesting well, I, to talk to. I I mean, oh, thank you. I'll tell you what. I mean, thing, other yeah. other than the shows and stuff, you're you. I mean, you're still interesting to talk to. Thank you very much. I appreciate that compliment. I'll tell you what, Jen, because she doesn't do it a lot. When JJ likes her comments on one of my posts, she it makes me smile. Oh, me oh. too. When she when she liked one of mine, I was like beaming all day long. Like JJ thought she liked it. Oh, See, shoot. That's, I got that's the way. That's the way she is. She can come on and do so little, 
and everyone loves it so much that she I know. she's still but better she, than me. Uh, Jim, <laughs> Jim, a couple weeks ago liked one of my uh, Instagram pictures because it was like we had uh, it was Dr. Seuss's uh, uh, birthday or whatever they were celebrating. It was like a Read Across America thing at school or no, it was book or no, it was the uh, anywho. It was 80s days, oh, so I dressed up or dress up as your favorite decade. So I dressed up as the 80s, and Jim liked the uh, picture. Yeah, I, I will tell you just so everyone understands and knows that Instagram account that I have. A lot of the times it's JJ on it instead of me, but I remember what you're talking about, Teresa. That was me. But a lot of times she's on there. Because I wouldn't be clicking like on all those poverty posts like she does. <laughs> well, hey, I will Jim, say this. this next, was... Jim, next week, uh, one of the you know uh, the, we've uh, we've been talking about about why it may be only Jonathan that uh, that ends up voting for uh, that ends up voting for Mike uh, could. Possibly, could it possibly be uh, because of the uh, one, one of the reasons why Mike's game kind of goes under? Could it be possibly because of the guys' alliance that it seemingly looks like he tries to form next week? Well, you know, with Roxroy leaving and then Tory, you're only leaving uh, guys as Mike. Hi, Jonathan, Omar, and Romeo. And let's face it, there's only two in that group that's kind of considered as alpha males. And the others, you probably can't trust. JB, real quick, is that your is that your other number uh, that yes, you're calling in with? Oh, okay. yes. I'll just, I'll I was going that, uh, to. Uh, I was going to talk. I was going to call uh, Eddie. Oh, okay. okay. Well, I would say one Steve, thing. Steve, what do you, Steve, what do you think about this Marianne edit? Up and down, up and down. What are they doing? Uh, you know, it it, it really it seems more like the fact that. As we've as we've seen that uh, she's basically been shown as being herself, so maybe it could be that they keep on they keep on moving her edit back and forth, back and forth, because of the fact that maybe perhaps some of the stuff that she does has both positive but also negative effects on her own. Uh, you know, on on her own uh, on her own game. So maybe, perhaps, they want to be as genuine of an edit as they can be, to where they're going to show her faults while at the show at the same time also showing her, uh, you know, the positives. And real quick, I think we have Austin. Uh, is that you joining us? Yes, it is. Hello. Hi, Austin. Hi, Austin. 
<laughs> Sorry. Uh. But, yeah, you know, like, like I said, it may be entirely possible that, uh, you know, they're, they're basically, she's, she's said multiple times that she wants to be genuine out there and she wants to, she wants to show that, you know, somebody can win this game by just being themselves. And that may explain why we're getting such a topsy-turvy ev- uh, edit with her because of the fact that, uh, you know, she's been, she, she's been identified as one of the targets early on uh, by certain players. And they want – specifically, Jonathan had put her name out there because he wanted to – he wanted to kind of distance himself from her so that others will believe that uh, he's that he's not as close to her as he really is. So yeah. that could kind of explain why she's had uh, why she's had such a such a bouncy edit is mainly the fact that you know she's just being herself, and if she's being herself, they have to show everything that that she does whether it whether it's negative to her game or if or or if it is positive to her game okay uh melissa we do have austin, we know next uh, week in, ca- in case uh in case you didn't hear jim we do have austin uh joining us as well oh yeah i was taking a leak i'm sorry Hey Austin. Okay. Okay then. Sorry, I wasn't. Hey Austin. Hey Austin, how you doing? Good. How are you, Jim? I'm doing good. Glad to hear you. That's good. Yeah. Glad to be here. Um, Melissa. Yeah. How is it? How is it, Roxroy, and Tori next week? Is it as simple as Mike and Hi? are the only two left on Vati, and they team up with Taku, Marianne, Omar, Jonathan, and Lindsay, and they start taking out Ica? Um, You know, that could be, I think, um, I don't know. I have a feeling Roxroy, quite honestly, he's supposed to be part of that eight crowd that they have that eight alliance or whatever. And I think he's going to do something. He's going to do or say something to the wrong person that gets that, things turned on him. That's highly possible with him. Can you talk about rock yep. story? Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 He, uh, he's very blunt. He, uh, mm-hmm. he don't, he don't pull no punches. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Romeo, I uh, don't trust him as far as I could throw this Powerade in my hand right now. <laughs> hey, one thing, I'm proud of you for the Powerade. That's my thing. And the other is, yeah, but Romeo is going to be the type of player, Teresa, that they all know can't win. So let's just pull him to the end. Yeah, beat the goat. Yeah, yeah. He won't get any votes. 
So, Austin, what did you think about the episode? Um, the merge boot, and then we talked a little bit about what Chanel said in her exit. She was very complimentary to everyone, except what shocked me was she wasn't complimentary to Jonathan. She said he's mm-hmm. getting a beloved edit, which he doesn't deserve. So there's something we're not seeing or something that happened between them. But uh, Chanel leaves, and she's on the jury now. What did you think about that whole episode? And Tori went in immunity again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, with with uh, Romeo, it, it looked like... Um, uh, like obviously we we uh we can see him sticking around for a while, but I I kind of thought like it looked like it was leaning towards like um them getting rid of him because like uh Chanel was just kind of like uh she wasn't scrambling in the way Romeo was, so I'm I'm curious now that they kept Romeo in like. Like, if he keeps on being, uh, like, he caught on to the fact that he was a target where Chanel didn't. So it's really interesting how um, they saw that he had a better read on what's going on. But Chanel was, I guess, they just didn't really want to change it up. Um, That's that's surprising to hear about uh, Jonathan, though. Maybe, like, they just didn't really talk much. And I I don't know. I, I guess from, like, the first opinions most people would have, about him if they, you don't really know him is that he's like again like the stereotype of uh, a bigger guy he's like a big arrogant cocky guy who thinks he can do everything so that that's what it seems like especially considering the fact that um, she's not one of the people who uh, was really put into that, that core line so I think that's more so the thing that she just really hasn't uh, I guess she didn't really get the chance to uh talk to him as much because like the people who do talk to him seem to seem to like him a lot maybe but i for i guess she didn't really see him like that so yeah well see that's that's the other thing about her austin was she didn't scramble she wasn't somebody mm-hmm. that really ran around talking and talking and talking to people like romeo did yeah and i guess in the end that cost her yeah and even Tori, like with um, the we saw it like pre-merge too. Like her name came up the first two rounds, and she was always she's you could always see her wheels turning. It's like okay, how can I get myself out of this situation? And she's she's done well with the media so far, which puts her in an even it gives her an even bigger target. But like you can see her even if. She doesn't win in me. She's like casting onto the fact that uh, Dre has that that red paint on her, and she's wondering what that is. So yeah, you can, yeah, you good can tell that even good point. Even, I'm glad you even, brought that up. She did. She did yeah. notice that paint. Yeah, even she's she's not relying entirely on immediate challenge wins. She's also looking at uh, who's who's being. Uh, most strategic. She's had her eye on Drea from really early on, and Drea has been been a big target thus far. So, 
Uh, I he's definitely someone who's not going to go down with us without a fight like uh, Chanel just did. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Real quick, Jim. We do have we do have Kansas uh, joining us. Hi, Kansas. Well. Hi, hey, Kansas. Hello. Hey, Kansas. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How about y'all? Good. good. Yeah, we're doing pretty good. We're doing pretty good. Super good. Yeah, <laughs> we've got just to let you know we got Steve, Melissa, JB, Reggie. Teresa and Austin on here with me and you. Great group. <laughs> so, Kansas, what did you think about last night? I mean, oh, I just have to, I just have to piggyback on the topic of conversation. And once again, Tori is the biggest damn troublemaker. If it wasn't <laughs> for her, y'all, no, this is true. And if this comes out, because I'm sure it will. They were all doing a good job. They all got together and said, we're not going to let Romeo know, right? He wasn't supposed to know he was a target. They were all supposed to tell him, you're fine, you're fine. But who was the one that had to tell him, I did hear your name, though. Once again, Miss Tory Troublemaker. So I hope it comes out with her big mouth. I, I really do. She did tell the truth, though. But they were all supposed to keep it in sync, and that's what made him as paranoid as he was. Then he just went into overdrive. And if they wanted to keep it good, she should have kept her damn mouth shut. No, good for her. She sent him him into hysterics. Good for her. But if I was part of that group, I wouldn't say good for her. I'd say get her out. She's, (laughs) She's trouble. She's won two straight immunities. Oh, and she ain't going to keep winning. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. She, she's not going to keep she, winning. She, 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 she's done beat Super Beast twice. <laughs> she's making too yeah. many enemies. And once they get wind of that it was her that told Romeo that, even more so. <laughs> Seriously. Well, to be fair, edit-wise... Um, he was creating chaos before she oh, yeah. even said anything. But it went even was, into overdrive when she said that, because they were trying to keep him as calm as possible. But if I'm out there, Kansas, if if I'm out there and I can send a player into chaos like that, and 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 I know they're they're fixing to go crazy and probably make a mistake, I'm gonna do it. So. Yeah, you want to put the targets on other people besides yourself. And yeah, you have I mean, to constantly she's working telling on him, that. she's telling him your name's come up. And and that that does two things. It lets him know people are targeting him, and it lets him know, go get crazy. Go make a mistake. But then yeah. it's also going to make the players that lied to him and said you're safe, he's, then they're going to look bad. So they're going to resent her big time for yeah, doing but, that. Yeah, but the the players that lied have the numbers. It don't matter. But they're but the but and they also have the numbers to get her out. 
because they're going to be angry to say we. So many people are going to be saying, "I want her out. I want her out. I want her out. She's trouble. I want her out." Drea too. I want her out. You know, there's too many. There's too many right now. She's just causing friction herself. I'm just saying, y'all. I'm just saying. If I was out there. And we had a little group saying, let's keep it calm, let's not tell him, and then one person blows this all up and makes us all look bad, I would be part of that group saying, get her out. That's all I'm saying. What do you think about that, Steve? That that it's wrong to try and keep somebody calm? Don't you want to send them into hysterics? (laughs) You know, if it it takes the target off of you, the more the better. You know, if anything, that could, that were, that, if Tori was not, uh, if Tori did not have immunity, that would have been a way for her to take the target off of herself. By throwing Romeo, by by letting Romeo know that he was being targeted, that what and you know obviously she's not going to go out. She's not going to go out there and do that unless she knows that he would make a big deal about it, which he but did. But she had immunity, though, Steve. She was safe. So why cause the problem now? Because she was safe. She, she, she was can do that looking, if she's safe. But Steve was, wasn't Steve just saying the, that if if she was if she knew that she was a target well, goes, to be going that night, ways. then she'd want to put the goes, put it on him. Kansas, it goes she didn't have to ways. do it this week. It go, it goes it goes both ways though because this could then yeah. make him a target for next week. But you got to look at the other players though. It's not just him and her. You got to look at the other players that she's messing with, and they aren't going to like thing, it, and they're going to want her out. I'm telling you. Let me see if I'm wrong. I might. If I'm wrong, I'll say I'm wrong. But this is so how I feel. Uh, he's on the outside. Kansas, Kansas, he's on the outside here's, just like she is. Kansas, mm-hmm. here's a couple of things. Kansas, here's a couple of things that came up in Chanel's exit interviews today. When they asked her about Tory, when they asked her about Tory. She said she's a total sweetheart. When they asked her about Jonathan, she said, can you come back to him? She didn't know what to say. And they waited till they were through, and they came back to him, and she said he's getting a beloved edit, and he doesn't deserve it. Oh, please. You know what, Shin? I could care less what she says. Sorry. But... I was happy to see her that, go. Too bad. Bad doesn't that Doesn't that either mean he's just getting a fantastic edit or something <laughs> happened between the two of them that we didn't see? Something happened between the two of them, and she's bitter. And Tori must have been nice to her, and that's why she's saying something nice to, about Tori. But if Tori would have been, look, if she would have had beef with Tori, Mike, Tori wouldn't be so great. But listen, Mike has been after her. Because after he he mm-hmm. voted for oh, her yeah. first, he yep. voted for her first, and then she votes for him, and mm-hmm. Mike holds a grudge about that, and he 
that he's wanted her out every week. Yes, he since sure has. Then. And hey, Jim, I was happy still, for him that Steady got her out. She, I'm I'm happy for him because I like him. She still <laughs> she still she still spoke highly of him, but not to Mike. Yeah, she spoke highly of Mike. Yeah. That's surprising. She spoke That's highly of everyone wow. in the cast. She spoke highly of everyone in the cast but Jonathan. Well, I'm sorry. I watched him again last night, and he won that PBJ for his group. It was all him shooting every damn basket. I mean, I'm sorry. Oh, he kicked ass. <laughs> oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah, we're he's watching. Ma- he's amazing. And I'm look, sorry. Look, hey, he's I've, fabulous. I've been, a big fan. I've been a big fan of him all season, but we're watching what they're showing us. Yep. Well, what I'm seeing, let's put it this way. What I saw of Chanel... I really don't care what she has to say to be very real well, with you. Well, she she really uh, this is my opinion. She really spoke. She really spoke respectful of the game. She said her jury vote will be no matter who it is, she's going to vote for who she thinks is the best player. She spoke highly of all the other cast, said she was friends with them. Jonathan's the only one she said something negative about. Well, honestly, that doesn't mean anything to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I still have my opinion. Uh, well, it may, it may Jonathan make, it and may, her, I'm I'm siding with Jonathan. So there you go. It may it <laughs> makes me it makes me wonder. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sticking well, to I'm, my I'm, guns. I'm just telling you, and I, I don't care. Look, everybody knows I've been behind this guy all season. But uh-huh. it makes me wonder. It makes me well, wonder. Well, I want to hear what others say. Okay, let's put it this way. I want to hear what other cast members say. How's that sound? Not just Chanel. Uh, I want to hear if other people say this, too. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I want well, between the two, who would I rather hang with? Chanel or Jonathan, I would want to be on Jonathan's team. But I would Austin, agree with you Austin, there. Austin, what on, do you think uh, about Austin? What do you think about that with Chanel and how she was so complimentary and so respectful of the game, except for that one player? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, again, um, like I said, I, I, I I'm. Fi- Unless other people come out and say like uh, some some things that we weren't say, seeing about Jonathan, I, I kind of uh, agree with Kansas. I, I'm, I'm kind of go, like yeah. the, the 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 overall consensus is like is people seem to like him, and the, the fact that he's like such even from like pre-merge, he was such a big challenge threat. You would think that if he wasn't blending in, there'd there'd be more of a push to get him out. So um, the fact that like he only really got a few votes, like that first uh, tribal council, um, I am I am thinking that there was either again either they just didn't really talk much and she just uh, uh, he just uh, didn't uh, really give her the time of day or something like I mean I know I know there's like a bunch yeah. of moments uh, on the on the first the first uh, last episode where. Uh, Chanel was like trying to 
find a spot uh, it, to fit in, and they were just kind of like not not really talking to her. Like uh, mm-hmm. she would show up, and they would walk away. Yeah. Um, so I I, th- I think maybe she thought she, uh, he was uh, leading the charge behind that or something, and maybe yeah, the that makes sense. Relationship exactly. from from there, so. That's that makes sense. Well, you know what? Before. She like could have had a crush on him. Go ahead, Melissa. No. Maybe she had a crush on him. Maybe she had a crush on him, and maybe she wanted to pursue that at Ponderosa, and he turned her down. And he turned her down. Melissa, I wasn't even thinking on that level, but really, girlfriend. Melissa. (laughs) She's got something there. He wasn't even there long. Melissa, he wasn't even there long, so he couldn't develop anything at Ponderosa. <laughs> and I think I well, saw on, and I think I saw on uh, Survivor fandom that uh, Chanel was gay. Mm, I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know. Yeah, because on like the be. Survivor I, wiki, she could. She could be. I just don't know it. I I don't I know that most of the people on Whistler's probably saw I posted this, but this ain't the first time Jonathan's been on a reality show. He was on another show called Endurance. He was on another show called Endurance when he was fourteen years old. Okay, oh yeah, third, I, really. He came in. He came in third place. Wow. What was that show about? And the picture don't even look like him. <laughs> yeah. Fourteen, of course. Oh, speaking of which, that cracks me up when he said your favorite breakfast item and he said nine eggs and three pieces of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Eighteen yeah, eggs. The guy, oh, I really the guy really and likes nine eggs. Pieces of cheese. Well, what he did he really say? He consumes eggs. like five thousand or six thousand calories a day, something Look, like that. Look, I like I like eggs. I tell when, you what, when, when I'm having eggs for, for breakfast, uh, I have about four, pounds. but I don't have nine. I know, really, <laughs> it's all muscle. No, he has eighteen have... eggs and nine slices of cheese. That's wow. what he said. That's uh, true. I have like two. No, eggs. I couldn't do that. I mean, uh, if I, I was consuming handle. as many calories a day as he was, I'd be like 400 pounds. I could well, not forget, handle also, 18 eggs and nine slices builder. of cheese. Mm-hmm. I don't couldn't for, do don't that. Don't forget, he's also, he's also a part bodybuilder, too. So, Oh, it's all muscle. I mean, they got to... No, he is, he they, is pure they, muscle. What, I, what, I, what I'm saying is they, they have uh, quite the weird sort of... Uh, Endurance? Sort of uh, eating habits that yeah. yeah. I mean, if you've ever if have. you've ever heard if you've ever heard pro athletes that are big like that talk about. I mean, they talk about. I mean, like go look go look at what The Rock talks about. He eats four or five times a day, and look at the condition he's still in. Yeah, exactly. Uh huh. Well, like, I know Michael Phelps, I read, uh, eats about, when he's training, he eats about 10,000 calories a day. Wow, gee. 
That's crazy. Yeah, think, I can't. Just, I can't eat it. that many. That that I can't eat that many because it just means I have to be in the kitchen cooking more. Because. <laughs> 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 Because the only only thing JJ knows about the kitchen is it's a room in the house that we had to have. <laughs> oh, uh, be, be nice, man, because my husband doesn't know nothing about cooking, so it's all on well, me. Uh, I do, I do of, all the. I I say I do all the cooking, but there's a couple of times she'll fix something. But I do ninety nine percent of the cooking. Wow. But I like it, you know. I like I like to cook. So I so, wish well, my I'm hubby gonna, did. I'm I mean, gonna, I wouldn't I'm want him to go. cook all the time, but it would be fun to have him, you know, go make, run make a fancy I'm meal go for us or something. I, that would be nice. I wish. I'm gonna go running away after I say this, Jim. But uh, do you mean that she she cooks just like that time that uh, that she brought home KFC and she tried to uh, she tried to pass yeah, it off as yeah, cooking? Yeah, yeah, that. I'm yeah. gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go run. She did. She she did. She did try that one time. She got this whole big. She got this whole big meal package from KFC with chicken and slaw and mashed potatoes and gravy and biscuits, and she was serving it, and we were like, "Wow, she really, she really did good." And then. But then little JJ busted her because she walked, she walked into the kitchen in the garbage, and she walked oh back my with the she walked back with the KFC bucket and asked if she she asked if she keep this to play with. Yeah. That's excellent. Oh my God! Talk I love it. Talk love about it, talk about being busted. Oh, that's so funny. That's great. I'm going to go run. I'm going to go run. I wish I was part of that party. Oh, yeah. I would have just sat there. I would have died. I would have, too. I don't eat any of that food, but, oh, my gosh, that would have been so funny. Just to watch. She looked at little little JJ and gave her that deathly eye roll that you never want to see. My first thing probably would have been like, Man, JJ, you uh, got got all the mess cleaned up from uh, cooking all that. <laughs> oh, speaking of Jim, JJ, you better Jim, you better you better hope that you better hope that she's not listening to this on the another time, listen another time <laughs> another another time she posted a picture to let me know she had spaghetti on the stove. And when you looked at it, there was raw spaghetti on top of the stove. That was it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. There was spaghetti on the stove, though. She did not lie. (laughs) Yeah. She did not say it was cooked or in a pan. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's what I deal with, but I love her to death because uh, to me it's funny. And I know everybody in Whispers loves her to death, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I know, Jim, uh, when I posted spending $300 on a game and my husband got the credit card bill and was pissed, 
She commented. <laughs> that's why I look at the. Uh, that's why I get the credit card bills first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Teresa. Teresa, she's not lying. She's not lying. <laughs> yeah. I, I tell you, I tell you, when when American Express calls you and they thank you for your business oh, no. that day, you know she's oh, been no. out shopping. Oh, that's oh. bad. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, Jim, I am still in the doghouse for this $300. <laughs> Aw, Teresa. <laughs> uh, I mean, we'll go out somewhere. It's like, you could pay for this. And I'm like, what? You think I made money? $300. <laughs> Teresa, Teresa, all I all I do is write the check. That's all I do is write the check. I don't say a word. I just write the check. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what my husband does. He writes the checks. But fortunately, yep. fortunately, I deleted that game, so I don't uh, do that. Yeah, that. Anymore. Yeah, because you, it looked like you were really getting a little bit too much into that. Yeah. Hmm. So, what, boy? All right, back back to Survivor. To Survivor. Oh, all right, back to Survivor. Survivor. Kansas, we got yeah. a double boot, double boot next week. Oh, we do. Oh, yeah, who's man. in trouble? Who's in trouble? Romeo. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say Romeo, and I'm gonna say Tori. Okay. All right. I'm not I'm not gonna ask anybody else, Kansas, because they already know. They all know. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not they do all that. know. That's why I came to you. But that's my honest guess, you know. Okay. And and I does, I'm not saying I'm gonna be and right. I, I'm but not, that's what I'm I not think even gonna possibly be. I'm not even gonna tell you how good you did. <laughs> okay, yeah, please don't. <laughs> I'm not. I like I'm to not. be surprised. I'm not. I'm not. But I wasn't uh, surprised to see Chanel go this week. I had a feeling she was one of the next ones on the boot. Well, she. So I will say this: she does seem like one of those toxic people. Chanel. I don't really think she's toxic. I thought she was kind of laid back. Well, she doesn't come. Now, she she's got come a off thing about. I, I I I see what Teresa's talking about. Then there's just something. There's a, there's a like Tori. They they're both kind of similar in that way. There's just that troublemaking aspect there. But don't you think Kansas? Don't you think Drea is a bigger troublemaker? I do. That's that's yeah, she can be, but I don't know. I for some reason I don't know. I, I hate I I'll be honest. I hate that she can take away somebody's idol. I hate that. I yeah. mean, she's got Somebody five, she's won got the, I, I don't like that twist. I think that's terrible. Yeah, we got too we got too many twists going on. Too much I need, don't like they, that. That's they not need, cool. They need to clean that they need to clean that up. That, I yes. mean, some twists are okay, but this many, I mean, it's hard to even keep up with who's got what. 
But that's such a nasty twist to be able to do that when someone works so hard and they can find an idol or whatever and then just to rip it away yeah. from them. Nah, that's not yeah. cool. Kansas. Well, and, it, Kansas, and it's nasty with the hourglass. Here. It's nasty with the hourglass. Yeah. You can take a winning team and say, oh, I don't want you to win. You're going to lose. you got to go to well, tribal. What were you saying, Melissa? Yeah. I was going to say, let's keep our fingers crossed that Drea gets voted out before she can use that. I'll agree with you on that one. Yes, definitely. Agree. Definitely. Mm -hmm. JB, do you think Drea's the type of player that could get so confident that she could go in being in trouble and not notice it and not even use an advantage and gets voted out with them? I can see it happen. I can see it happening. Yep. The essence of winning with an idol in your pocket. What do, What do you think, Austin? Do you think she's the type of player that could be overconfident and get voted out with advantages? Uh, yeah, I think so. Like, I think I think uh, I think with her going for literally every advantage she can get her hands on, I think uh. The way she just uh, seems to totally discard Romeo, she she's like, okay, I can I can just uh, easily fit in with this group. Um, I, I think eventually, the more advantages she gets, the more uh, power is gonna go to her head. And like, maybe even some Talking. someone like Tori, Tori, even if uh, she goes like pretty soon, she could get in her head head. And, and other people said, like, hey, watch out for Drea, like, because he's been wary of her from early on. So if she starts getting into other people's heads or, like, uh, maybe some people in Drea's alliance start looking at her and seeing what a threat she is, especially if some of the guys want to stick together more, um, mm-hmm. I, I do think yeah. that I, – I do think she could uh, very easily feel – uh, like she just has the game under her under control, and uh, like I know there's a lot of uh, analogies of uh, being the driver. I feel like she wants to be fully in the driver's seat, but she's not aware of the people around her what they're thinking. So, but Teresa, as as far as Drea goes, she doesn't really have the personality or the good social game to be seen as a leader, does she? No. <laughs> I mean, I kind of started to like her when she let uh, Marianne go on the reward or do the reward challenge. She said, oh, I don't like that until she started looking for, like, things underneath the her seat and stuff. Like, like she knew what she was doing. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that did. was smart. That was smart, though. Very smart, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's playing the game. But Shai, I think Tori she more cocky. or less busted her. Yeah, she just gets cocky. She's going to, she's, she's too cocky. She's going to, going to think her. Thing is, she's yep. starting to get Definitely. more and more comfortable. 
with the more yeah. the power that she gets, she's starting to get more and more comfortable. And it's going to come good. to a point where she, if she thinks that, like we saw uh, this episode, she thinks that she can ditch Romeo uh, and easily slide in with, a, with the other side, you know, mm-hmm. she's going to basically be caught to where what she thinks is not what's going to happen. And ultimately, that blindness is going to cause her to not even to, to to end up potentially leaving the game without even using one of these advantages. Reggie, do yeah. you think she? Do you think the the more this goes on, she could get cocky enough that she lets somebody know about all her advantages, and they're like, "Okay, you got to go." I'm not sure if she trusts anybody that closely, but I think she's going to get cocky and they're going to, something's going to happen and they vote her out. She's going to have a boatload of stuff going with her. I'm kind of hoping that way. Boy, if she, if she if she got voted out, she's leaving with a lot of stuff to sell on eBay. Yeah. Yep. Yep, and and I'm hoping I because you know she can't use all them at one sitting. So you know if she pulls one out and pulls another one out that third time, she's out. Yeah, you know, but she she all, can't be. Go ahead. I was gonna say she can't use like her advantage, and then oh well, that means you're not safe. Okay, well here's my idol, or should I use this, or should I use that? No. Yeah, I mean, you can't do you that. Can, you can't. You, right. you got to pick. Right. You got to pick one advantage to play. Right. And my, if it was me, I'd pick that idol every time. Yeah. Because yeah. then I know it's safe. Yeah. Right. Just, just keep, just keep yourself safe. Exactly. Um, but obviously, she might be in a position where she's not worried about that. Um, JB. Um, do we see a huge, huge downfall coming for her with all those advantages? You can hear me, can't you? Yeah. Yes, now yep. we can hear you. Oh. All right, all right. Yeah, I've been turning my mute button on. Wife came in here, turned it off, turned it on, turned it off. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what's going on. Uh, I can see Drea being caught with like about I don't know three idols. <laughs> maybe maybe all four of them because she is that confident. <laughs> I was also thinking she's, she has more idols than Russell uh, got on um, when he uh, when he played. Yeah, yeah. So Steve, is she yeah. gonna be the is she gonna be the character? that we talk about forever that got voted out with so many advantages. 
I mean, it's possible. The one, the only advantage I could really see being used before she leaves would be the advantage amulet, which uh, both which she shares with her, with herself, Hi, and Lindsay, all the way back from the very beginning of the season. Uh, which I believe it's like, if they use it as one, it's an immunity idol. If they use it as two, it's an extra vote. Uh, if they use it as three, it's a vote or a win a minute. No. If three amulets were used, it's an extra vote. If two are used, it's a vote steal. And if there's only one, then it's a regular immunity idol. So you kind of have to wonder if the advantage amulet may come into play before she ends up getting booted. Because otherwise... Uh, it could ju- it could just end up being potentially either a vote steal or or a uh, or an immunity idol. But other than that, I think you know knowledge is power. We could have another po- uh, we could have another possibility where we have the knowledge is power advantage, and she uses it incorrectly, just like uh, just like last season with Liana. Yeah. Yeah. Often is but she gonna be somebody? The looks, oh. the way it looks, though, it looks like uh, they're building her up to basically to basically be blinded by that cockiness, and she ends up using nothing. Yeah. Austin, is she gonna is she gonna be the player that utilizes all those advantages and gets herself into the final three, or is she gonna be the player? That gets blindsided and makes a ton of money on eBay. Yeah, um, I think I think with with her, um, it doesn't really seem right now she has because like being an alliance in up eight is one thing, but where does she fit into that alliance of eight? Um, there are people who know about certain line, uh, I, uh, advantages she have. Mike, Mike and Marianne know that she has an idol. Hi and Lindsay know that they have the three, the three-way amulets. Um, and then again, Tori, uh, Tori caught on to her red red arm, so uh, she's uh, gonna be like uh, suspicious about her. So I, I think uh, eventually, if like people start. Uh, comparing notes, um, the um, it might just come to, to a point where if there enough round goes enough rounds go by, they're gonna be like, okay, we have this p- player in the game who has all these advantages, and especially if she goes too many rounds without using any, which she could very well do. They're not gonna be like okay, let's let let's let her get to the end, the like final five or whatever, and just basically play advantages all the way to the end. So, um, it's it's uh, it's really it's it's one thing to have advantages, but the bigger thing is having a solid core they can trust. And right now, I don't know if she's she's at the top of that alliance of eight. Uh, so I, th- I think I think uh, not. I think her 
focusing more so on advantages than relationships could be her downfall. Yeah. And what do what what have I preached since I've known you as a teenager? Numbers, loyalty, and timing. Exactly. So, um. Okay, Melissa, y'all, I'm out of here. I gotta go to work. I gotta go to bed. Okay, Good night, Reggie. Good night. Good night, Reggie. Y'all have. Uh huh. Bye bye, y'all. Night. Night, Reggie. Yeah. What? Uh, I'll tell you what. This is uh, Survivor related, but not necessarily this season. Uh, and you mentioned it on uh, the Whispers uh, page, Jim. Uh, Survivor community lost one of its own this week. Right. I should. I should have. I should have I should have brought that up earlier. That's my mistake. I should have brought it up right from the start. Ralph Kaiser, they called him Rooster. Mm-hmm. He was Oh, that sounds so he, familiar. I'm going to have to look him up. He was he was on the season with Russell and Rob. Red-headed beard country guy. He Red-headed. was known for he was known for spelling Philip uh, Philip Shepherd's name as Philite. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was a funny guy. Yeah, he was. Uh, like him a lot. He was. He was. He was only fifty six, and he and he died wow. from a heart attack. Oh yeah, my goodness! Really sad. Oh, that's so. Awful. I'm glad. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought it up because I totally forgot mm-hmm. it. And I was, wow. that was one of the opening things I was going to mention, and I, I just forgot it. And, uh, I mean, we've got it posted in both Whispers groups, but I, that was my bad. I forgot it on here. So, um, everyone seemed to really like the guy. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. he was the only one who did not vote for Rob to win. <laughs> He uh, he he went to a lot of Survivor events and stuff after it was over with. Worked worked on uh, worked on the job that he had thirty four years. Wow. Yeah. Married so. with kids, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He did lose. He did lose a daughter earlier. Oh. Um, anyway. Oh, that's so sad. Rest in peace, Rooster Ralph Kaiser. Wow. That's a shame. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, he was the, either the first or second one to go in his uh, uh, season. Well, that's now he that's actually Kent. made it pretty far because he uh, he made it post merge, but I can't remember exactly how far he because uh, he was one of them that tried to talk uh, uh, Matt slash Wyatt. Uh, and to go with him, but he decided to be loyal. 
to Wyatt rob Nash. and shuffle his mouth. <laughs> um, yeah. So, all right. Back to the show. Um, Steve, is Tim still out in the chat room? Because we got six minutes left for the overtime. Uh, he is. He is. Uh, okay. He is still out there. So, Tim, I know you're listening. Call in five seven three eight three one three zero eight. Okay. All right. I forgot to mention about Eddie. He uh, he has uh, oh something wrong with his uh, throat. He can't uh, talk that much. He said he'll uh, he'll be calling uh, next week. Okay. okay. All right. All right. It's good to know. Speak good to know because we miss him. We miss. I love I love going to Eddie about the edit. <laughs> Because he really mm-hmm. pays attention to that stuff. It feel better, oh, yeah. Eddie. Feel yeah. better, Eddie. Feel better, Eddie. Here's Tim. What's up, Tim? Hey, Tim. Hello. Hey, Hi, Tim. Hey, Tim. Hey, everyone. Hello. Hi, Tim. You uh, Hello. you took that you took that needle to the arm today, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. You needed to. Good for you. What um, kind of uh, shot did you get? A, um, a, a, a booster A booster for COVID. Oh, yeah. I still need to get my second booster. Yeah. Hey, we can I get our fourth that. boosters. Yep. Well, <laughs> yeah, and that's what, that's what I did tonight. <clears throat> So Tim, yeah. you've been listening all night. Um, I know you've heard what a oh my god, what a comeback the Grizzlies made. <laughs> oh my god, that was a change. And you know what? And you know what? You can thank LeBron for that because he completely changed the T wolves. <laughs> but um, your thoughts on the episode. And I want to get your thoughts on what uh, Chanel said in her exits because she was so complimentary to everybody and talked about how she respected the game so much. She'd vote for the best player at the end, but yet she was negative towards one player, and it was Jonathan. She didn't think he deserved the edit he's getting. Yeah, I found that I found that one interesting. Um, but I, I gotta say about the episode, I feel like they didn't really do much to try and you know disguise the fact that she was going home. That was just my observation from watching it. Okay, and it helps. It helps to know who it's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That, that is true. But even watching it, if you didn't know, I feel like you could have probably figured out it was going to be her. Just yeah, simply that, because we, we talked, we talked a little of, of that earlier, Tim. Too like, did this surprise the general fans that don't even go on the internet? Do you think they were surprised? 
I don't think they would have been. Okay. Because I because it's like they, they like they throw Tori out there, but they're like okay, but Tori's the decoy, right? And then of course Tori wins immunity, so the decoy is no longer there. Okay, Romeo's the new decoy. They made sure to announce that too. And then when there was some th- thought about potentially actually flipping on a Roma, Romeo, they show uh, Mike putting the kibosh on that. So it's like, well, okay, it's kind of obvious that she's gone. Yeah, Mike got what he wanted. Yeah. He's, he, he's been wanting Chanel gone for two or three weeks now. Mm-hmm. Um, so... How does that play out for Mike now, Tim? Well, now that he's now that he's um, got his big target out, he's got a lot of different allies on the board, and he doesn't really need to do too much right now. So it'll be interesting to see how he plays it from here. Cause, like he can just okay that. because because we're down to two Vati people, Mike. Yeah, and that's true. And I, and you got four Ika and four Taku, so these two guys at Vati, they better get in with somebody. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. And it seems that Mike has gotten in with both Omar and Jonathan based on the last two episodes. So I think those two guys would look out for him. Yeah, yeah. I think he tried to get. I think he tried to get in with Jonathan right. From the merge, the mm-hmm. way they were talking and and hooking up. Yep, exactly. I think he was smart enough to know that Jonathan would be a shield for him, as Jonathan would be a shield for basically anybody except for Jonathan. Right. Right. Is that Melissa? Is that what this is with Jonathan now? Are they not targeting him because they know? We can we can get rid of him any time because he's such a shield, such a target. Um, you know, I I'm really not sure, Jim. I really don't know. Um, I think all of them just really like him, and they would really like him on their team for reward. Mm-hmm. I think they're keeping him around. I think they're keeping him around because there's other targets. I don't think they're giving him a second thought. Okay. Um, JB, could they push that too far where they keep letting him stay around and winning stuff, winning rewards so they can eat, but yet then you get down towards the end and he starts on an immunity run, and you can't take him out. Are they making a mistake? I, you know, we we don't know, really. Uh, it, it could be... You don't be. have to hide from me, you guys, because I already know what happened, so you can talk. <laughs> I already know his demise, so... <laughs> You don't have to cover it for me. I'm very sad. <laughs> it could be because, uh, you know, they've uh, done it before. You know, kept somebody around, kept somebody around, and 
somebody says, why didn't we get rid of him? And, well, he wasn't really, you know, I, I really liked him. And another person said, you know, the same thing. I really liked him, too. And, oh, I, uh, I, I have, too. I've really enjoyed watching him. Yeah. That's why I want to hear other players say they didn't like him. Because we know right now Lindsay's not going to say that because they're dating. And I don't think Mike's going to say that because I have a feeling that Mike and him probably ended up being good friends. Oh, they are. Yeah, they're good friends. They're good friends. So I want to hear other players say that, that that he got a bad edit. Because I can't see how he got a bad edit. The guy kicks ass. How does he get a well, bad edit? He's a terrific player. You you may I'm I'm just guessing, I'm just speculating. You may hear Roxroy say it. You may hear Drea say it. You may hear High say it. But the, but hearing what what's going on with them, that really wouldn't matter to me though either, Jim. Well, I mean, basically the truth, Kansas is. It doesn't matter what they say. You're just gonna you're go, gonna go off your opinion. Roxroy, I would be surprised if Roxroy said it, but because Roxroy seems to be a pretty cool up and up guy, so I don't know what the beef would be unless he was jealous of him. But jealous, I, I would be surprised with Roxroy because the others, you know, basically, you know, like hi, I didn't know that, but you guys were letting me know last week that he's another snake. So with somebody like that, yeah, with the snakes, I could see the snakes being, you know, jealous of him. One of the things you have to take into account with with keeping Jonathan around as opposed to, you know, why they didn't take him out this week and and instead they took out Chanel, you kind of have to figure that. Obviously, you know, the physical, there's there's going to be physical threats regardless of if they take out Jonathan now or they take him out down the line. Yeah, there is the risk that he could potentially go on a huge immunity streak, but would you rather want a physical threat remaining in the game or would you rather want a threat who could be potentially all over the place? Or would you rather have the social social strategic threat in there? I'm personally getting rid of the social strategic threat. I did see I did see a lot of talk from Survivor fans on Twitter as how stupid they were to have this shot at taking out Jonathan, and they didn't do it. Well, here's the thing: I think a lot of them are forgetting about Jonathan. He may be a challenge and the, probably the biggest physical specimen that's ever been on the show, but he's a one-dimensional challenge threat in the same way that James Clement was a one-dimensional challenge threat. He's only going to beat you in a physical challenge. Yeah, and we, we he, talked about that earlier, yeah. Melissa, didn't we? We were talking about um, how Tory has beaten him twice. But it's been in mm-hmm. challenges that weren't that physical. Yeah. And, you know, I think they just like the guy. <clears throat> He's part of their aid alliance or whatever. Um, he really likes the guy. Everybody pretty much really likes him. Um, he's pretty much keeping hidden behind, 
you know, people like Tori and Romeo and all of those other targets that are coming before him. So, <clears throat> See, and that's why I, I don't get you, what, what Janelle's saying, what she did. Mm-hmm. Because well, and, and Kansas, I'm sure that most of them like him. Kansas, that's why I'm saying we need, you know, like you said, we need to hear need what other people opinions. say. Yeah. We need we need to hear what other people say when they leave about him. Yeah. If everyone's saying this, there's something to it. But mm-hmm. if nobody's saying it but Chanel, then there was something there where she just had a beef with him. And you know mm-hmm. whose opinion I would love to hear on him, honestly? Marianne's. Well, you won't hear that for a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I, I, I'd really like because I don't, I don't think she would say anything bad. About, I know she got mad at him that one time, but truthfully, the way he was with her, I can't see her talking bad on him. I, I the she way I see Marianne, the way I see Marianne, I can't see her really talking bad about anybody. Mm-hmm. Well, it she would, she really wouldn't talk It would just, it would be in a nice way. But I think she would be honest and say, you know, so and so made me feel awful. You know, she would be honest in that regard. You know, so-and-so didn't treat me so well. I had a hard time. I really wanted to get, you know, along with them, but they were really difficult. I think she would be honest and say something like that. Right now she's having a problem with her own, and it's so sad. You know, it's feeling like she doesn't fit in. That's sad. Yeah, I mean, her her whole edit, Kansas, has been up and down, up and down. Yeah. So. Yeah, I um, don't know. She also probably suffers from depression, and that might be where the highs, because when you suffer from bipolar, you go through that. So, you know, when we're talking about how she's so peppy and whatever, and then we've seen these other sides of her. So she might be actually bipolar, and we're seeing the manic side. It could be that. She could be, I mean, she's hyper. She could yeah. have ADHD. I mean, who knows? Absolutely. She could have, yep. but for the most part, she's hyper. She's childlike, like we said before. Yeah. She's yep. kind of immature, kind of immature for and, her age. Yeah. And and don't and, you think, Melissa, don't you think, Melissa, for the most part, she's pretty much genuine in what she says. Oh, yes. Yes. Yep. She's being herself. She said that she was going to be herself. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I, for one, cannot wait for her to rub. I mean, she won't rub her nose, the noses in it. But just the mere fact that she gets where she is is rubbing a lot of noses in some shit. <laughs> Which is kind of cool, you know. I don't have any problems with that. I love it. I don't, I, don't <laughs> I don't either, Kansas. I don't either. You know, hey, I got here. You didn't. So what? <laughs> I say good for yeah, her. Exactly. More power to her. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Austin, Austin, what do you think about this whole Marianne edit? Edit up 
like an underdog, then down with that edit she got being a little bit nasty, now back up again. And we know she's going to backstab some people, which is, I mean, with Survivor, either fans are going to love it or they're going to hate it. But with the jury, they would probably respect it. I mean, what do you, what do you, do you, is she getting a really true edit? Um, yeah, I, I do think, I do feel like, uh, her personality is just, uh, it's just such a big personality. You just have to show it like it is. You can't really edit her a certain way. Like, uh, she's just such a big character that, that it's, it's gonna, it's gonna be something that producers, like, you can't really shove her to the side. Um, this, this like, it, it was interesting because um, you saw this, the, the part of her just being so upset that, like, the, the people that uh, she was on a tribe with, um, may not have been as close to her as she thought but then you do see like a a bit of a strategic side of her saying it's like yeah I can I can use my like emotions and like uh just mm-hmm. like basically make make them feel bad for you so you you right. even though we're seeing yes. like this big character side of her we're starting to see her as a player as well and um uh-huh. With her also having like an extra vote in an idol, um, she could she could be somebody uh, who, if other people present themselves as either strategic or social threats, she could uh, she could if, if she keeps on uh, just uh, playing up the part uh, about her that she's like such an emotional player and. She's not really strategically thinking what she actually is. Uh, she could end up. Uh, Good point. How she could end up being uh, overlooked. I feel. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, Ter- Teresa, isn't that a very good point? That maybe Marianne is playing way more strategic than people are giving her credit for. Uh, we did we did lose Teresa as we were heading Aww. into the after show. All right, okay, JB. Yeah. Same question. Do you think Marianne is playing a much more strategic game than we're seeing? Turn it off mute. Uh, I say we're we're not really seeing her playing a strategic game, but I don't know. It's 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 hard to say. We could see her, um, you know, pick up in the weeks uh in the weeks to come. She could really uh you know start uh. You know, kicking ass and uh, you know, really playing uh, one one hell of a game. Yeah, uh, Tim. Tim, mm-hmm. at this point, with who's left, 
We don't really see Marianne winning a lot of, of immunity challenges. So, doesn't she have to be playing a strategic game? Yeah, one would think so, at least. Well, she sometimes, last night. Sometimes, though, sometimes, though, as Natalie White showed it, all you need is a good social game. Yeah. Cause so, so Steve, cause, we're down yeah. to ten people now. If you're playing, and you know how badass Jonathan is in challenges, and I know you know where he ends up, but. Erase that. If you're out there and you're down to 10 and he loses, are you not going to target him? I think it would depend on where I would be at at that moment and whether or not I if – we're, if we're at 10 right now, it would depend on where I see myself right now and if taking out Jonathan would then put the target on myself. If not, I would probably try to go for one of the for one of the bigger wild cards, you know, who could uh, somebody like Romeo, for example, who yeah, he's not going to win a challenge to save his life, but he's kind of sketchy, you know. You you don't want those people around there. I mean, yeah, eventually Jonathan is going to have to go. But I personally would probably feel better for the long run if I don't have somebody who could potentially sell me out at a moment's notice. Yeah. Melissa, the way this is shaping up with the last ten players, Roxroy, Tori, Hi, Drea, Omar, Lindsay, Jonathan, Romeo, Mike, and Marianne, Do you not see them? I mean, I mean, do you not see probably Jonathan going on an immunity run? Quite honestly, I think pretty much they're overlooking him. They are. They're too busy concentrating on each other. They're being stupid. They're they're talking about how strategic and everything that they are, and how they have all of this ammunition or advantages or <laughs> whatever, they're too busy concentrating on each other than on the actual threat. Yeah. It's like um, they're focusing. It's like Mike focuses on Chanel. Um, Drea and Rock Troy are focusing on Tori. Um some of them are focusing on Romeo. Some of them are focusing on blah blah blah, and they're they're not even thinking about Jonathan. Right. Exactly. He's just a nice guy. He's such yep. a nice guy. Right. Yes. It's kind yeah. of like what um, Tim said earlier, though. It's kind of like what Tim said earlier, though. He's a one-dimensional challenge player. You know, he's 
he's going to beat you physically, but there's always we know how Survivor likes to mix up uh, likes to mix up things where they add in more endurance challenges and more puzzles. Well, and they, they throw in they throw in puzzles and stuff, and Tori's beating him twice. Yeah. So I mean, like, yeah, Jonathan has been out there. Uh, Jonathan ha- has been eligible to, you know, to be voted on a couple of times already. But I mean, that it, it just goes to show you that okay, yeah, he's gonna beat you physically, but when it comes to the more mental challenges and the the endurance challenges. There's going to be more opportunities down the line to potentially take him out. And let's talk about food and and food challenges. I mean, you're going to want him on your team. This is the one you want because you know if you're on his team, he's going to work his ass off to win this for you guys. And for those of us, if I was there, I'm not that strong. I mean, it would be very it would it would be detrimental for my game to have him there to win food challenges for me. And the one thing we've seen with Jonathan, when you're on his team, he's loyal. He has your back. That's true. That's true. One thing one thing I want to uh, bring up, though, is that when these teams go to these challenges, they don't know if it's going to be a physical challenge or uh, a puzzle challenge. But if it's a yeah, physical well one, it, you want to be on his team. That's for sure. Oh now, yeah. Now it won't. Now it won't be teams. It's it's going to be individuals. It's individual now. Yeah. Well, food yeah. challenges. But food challenges yeah. are groups or teams. So, Teresa. She's gone. Oh, that's right. I scratched her name off. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Tim. Tim's mm-hmm. got experience. Tim's got experience in this. Um, you're in. You're in a whispers game, Tim. Uh huh. And and you're you're dealing you're dealing with a guy that. Always wins the challenges. Mm-hmm. If he loses, are you going to target him, or are you going to stick with him? I think it kind of depends on the scenario. If if they're if they're my ally, I'm gonna want to keep him around for a shield, right? But if they're not my ally, then you got to go. It's really as simple as that. Right. So so if it were me. Or, dude, you're going to keep us around. I don't like that silence, Jim. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like that silence. I don't either. (laughs) I think you and you both know I would never go against either one of you. (laughs) (laughs) Same same question, Austin. You've Mm -hmm. seen this in our Whispers games. When you got yep. somebody dominating challenges, do you target them when they lose, or do you ride with them? And trust me, everyone knows you always row with dude. 
Exactly. Um, yeah, like uh, like Tim said, um, if, if it's somebody who you're closely aligned with, it if you know that you're you're close to them, it doesn't really it doesn't really make sense to get rid of a number on your side who you know is good at challenges. If it's if it's someone who you feel might definitely be closer to other people or you don't see a way to the end with them, then, yeah, of course, like, then the, um, you don't want to give him a chance to get too far, but it all depends Good. on if you think you can make it to the end with them. So, um, that, with, that's with, a uh, very... That's a very good point, Austin. If mm-hmm. you think you can get there with them, you're not going to target them. You want them exactly. to stick around. Yep. Very good point. And maybe that's the way Mike saw Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, very good point. Very good point. Um... And, full disclosure, he was better in challenges than me. But I did beat him in the video challenge. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, and that was, so I remember one, watching that. By one that was point. to watch. Yeah, yeah by one I beat him by one point. I beat him by one point. Of the <laughs> and that was, was probably the uh, he's uh Austin, he's been calling in on the sports pods on Saturday nights, so if you want to catch him, um, he calls in a lot of times on uh, sports pods. I have to say, um, I have to say that uh, that video challenge with you and Chris is probably the best challenge we ever did. Oh yeah, I yeah, agree. Certainly was. it was. I, I it was one for the ages. I tell everybody. I got lucky. I got lucky. I just, I got lucky. I hung in there, and I get the last one. I got lucky. Um, Chris is like the one, one, one person in in the uh, whispers games that I never got to play with that I always wanted to. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because it's like all the seasons he played, I had to do DT or something. I mean, yeah. honestly, just about every week, I mean, when him and Cutie played together, they just kind of swapped off who's going to win this week, who's going to win next week. <laughs> honestly, he could have won pretty much every week. But yeah. they they just kept swapping off. You know, and then we, when we ended up playing kind of against each other, but secretly I was trying to get him there too. Um, I mean, he's badass. <laughs> I give mm-hmm. it to him. He's badass. <laughs> yeah, see, that, that the problem with playing with, like, I trusted them both, and they were great allies, but then I just got to a point, I was like, well, how do I win now? <laughs> so that was the only problem. Right, right. <laughs> that that's, that's the thing, Austin. When you get down there, you're like, okay, this works. Yeah. Cause like, I, I got like I, there with him, but now how the hell do I win? <laughs> yeah, how do, I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah, they were good. They were both good at yeah, that. They, they were. were both good at that. 
She was mm-hmm. she was good at it too. So um they were they were fun to watch. They were entertaining. They were, they were fun to watch. And he always <laughs> he always made uh tribals or live eviction a, a lot of fun with his comments. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I think I think Steve um, can tell you now from dealing with him in Sports Whispers and on the Sports Podcast, that's just how he is. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Especially with some, with some of the comments that he that he's made when we've been talking back and forth. Uh, yeah, you know that anything that he said during the during the seasons, it ain't an act. That's literally how how he approaches things. It's yeah, <laughs> he's he's very he's very blunt and honest about it. <laughs> so, um, but Austin, you should. You should I, I you wish should, you I just I, to, uh, I'm gonna have to talk. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna have to talk to him, Steve, because I wish he'd tone down his language a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you you know you know you know Jim. He was supposed to join us, I think, last week when you called in, and I was surprised he didn't join us on the line because he said uh, he said he was raring to go, and uh, I thought he was going to be calling in. Well, he so I was he did. I, was like, I thought I thought he did join us on a. Uh... On a recap show, was it last week or the week before? On on, on the Survivor recap, yeah. But uh, yeah. he was supposed to join us. Uh, he was supposed to join us Saturday. for uh, for the sports pod, yeah. Last week, yeah, yeah. He it, told, or, he, at least that's what it sounded like. Yeah, he, he told me he was going to be on there, so I came on there and he didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, I kept he, must, for he must. He must. He must have had some wild that. woman. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I I blame it all on his mom. It ain't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> even even though he's one hundred percent a daddy's boy. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa. Yep. It's jury time. Uh huh. Do they yeah, start taking out? Do they start taking out people not in their alliance, or do they start taking out people that they think are threats, or a mixture of both? Um, I think a mixture of both, but mostly I think they're going to try and get out people that are threats. And because they're not looking really at the physical threat, they're looking at the strategic threat or people that's going to cause them problems, people that they're having problems with, Um, such as, you know, so many people were were, um, having problems with Chanel. It's all going to be who's making the biggest, who's making the biggest um, noise as far as who they want out. Well, if that's the case, Melissa, that puts Drea 
as a target. Well, I would hope so. <laughs> she needs to go. She needs to go. Yeah, now. And it's like I it's like I say, you know, something's going to happen where they just dig themselves a little too deep. Well, they, you know, they just dig too deep, and somebody's gonna, somebody's gonna uh, say, "Okay, she got to go." Kansas, what do they do? Do they just stick with their numbers and vote out someone that's not in their numbers, or do they look around and say, "We need to take them out because they're a threat"? Honestly, everything Melissa said, I 100% agree with. The only, the only thing at the end, I see Tori going before Drea first. That's just my gut feeling. Okay, all right. But everything I, that she I, said, I, I agree with. Yeah, I really hope. I was, I really hope that Drea goes out before Tori. That would just, I would love it. That's Melissa. Melissa, that's the fan in you speaking. Of course. Yeah, I get that. I I don't like Drea. And and I see, and I I understand this. I feel the same way with Tori. I understand exactly how she feels. I get it. I really do. I so get it. The fan in me would have Tori sticking around. All the way up to the final four, but you know it's very unlikely. So yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I'd like to see that, but it, it's not going to happen. So, um, Steve, what do you think? Are they going to go with the alliance, or taking out threats, or maybe somebody that just pissed somebody off? I mean, at this point, it's the way that the edit looks, it seemed like, uh, you know, they got rid of Chanel because she pissed off Mike and High earlier on in the season. So I wouldn't be shocked if they just go with whoever pisses them off. I mean, I know, I know it, exactly. from what it looks like. It looks from what it looks like. It looks like Mike tries to start up an all guys alliance next to next week. So. Uh, maybe that's a one maybe that's a one week thing or maybe it completely crumbles the entire same night. You know, we don't know, but from the way that the edit has been pointing so far, it looks like this cast has been going for whoever pisses them off. As exactly. opposed to as as opposed to going for a specific threat. I mean, right now, yeah, they're picking off the minority uh, right now uh, in terms of numbers, but it'll probably be more of who who uh, pisses them off out of the minority. And also, not to mention, as the uh, as the numbers start to dwindle, that minor that uh, that group of eight or however how however big it is is going to shrink. So. You know, we're going to start to see more people start to become part of that minority. 
and those people don't even know it. Yeah. What do you think about that, Austin? Numbers are numbers are threats. So, like the the thing about this group is like a lot of people have uh, been on with some people one day, but then the next day they're not with them. Like uh, you have. Drea, who really doesn't want to work with Romy anymore, but at there was a time when they were super close. You had High, High um, coming into the merge. He's really close with Lydia, but then he voted her out. So you have like a bunch of people like that who are clearly willing to turn on the close allies they ha- once had, especially for people who were on different tribes. I really think this next episode, with it being a double boot, depending on who ends up leaving from each group, the aftermath from that might be like, okay, why did you vote for this person? Or, like, I I think based on what happened, it could be... um, It could be a big game-changer and have them rethinking who they want to work with, especially if if the minority group, you have, like, Romeo, Marianne, and Tori, which, again, like, uh, they might not be looking at uh, Marianne much as a strategic threat. Romeo, they just kind of think is all over the place, but he just seems like he's someone who's out on his own, can't really do much harm. Tori is obviously a big target, but, again, with this this, this this group, I, I I do think they're willing. A lot of people in the group are willing to turn on the allies they once had. So I think it's gonna come down to who is the most uh, intimidating player from week to week. So, Tim, what do you think? Tim, what do you think? Alliances and numbers are go after the. Big threats. Um. Well, you, you gotta you gotta look at the yeah, big picture. Um. Because like, yeah, you can have alliances, but where are you in that alliance? If you're at the top of the alliance, you need to keep it together. If you figure out you're at the bottom of the alliance, you should probably be looking to make a move soon. Uh. Now, granted, they, I think they're at an even number. This next time, so that's probably not the best time to do it. Unless, of course, you're the one that's going home. So, the best time to do it would be at not number. Yeah. But the thing is, right now, uh-huh. if, if Ika and Taku play yeah. together, you got eight people against Mike and high but we right. know jb we know jb that don't work out in the end because mike and high must have got in with some people and prevented themselves from being picked off exactly with those two being in the uh you know Vadi tribe. 
So what matters more, JB? Numbers or challenge people? Who do you take out? Uh, it's a it's a combination of both of them, really. Plus, how they uh, you know how they present themselves uh, after the uh, you know after each challenge. You know what they say when their name comes up. You know how they. Uh, how they how they how they say it? Uh, you know stuff like that. If uh, if things uh, you know if their name comes up, they're, well, they're a uh, you know they're they're a threat, and they come up, and somebody finds out. Well. They got a, um, they got an idol. Well, we got to put their name down anyway to flush out that idol, and then we can take them out uh, next week. Yeah. Or we can put their name down, and if somebody lied and said they had an idol and they don't have an idol, then they take them out. Okay. Uh, Melissa, we got 10 people left. Mm-hmm. Who is, out of all those 10 people, who who are the players getting a edit where you're looking at them thinking you're not going to win? But they're not going to win. Well, I would say Roxroy, for one. Um, okay. Uh, hi. Okay. I'm thinking of people that are not, they're not really in the forefront the last few episodes. Um, so I'm saying definitely Roxroy, High. Well, actually, High's been out there, hasn't he? Yeah, he's but trying not as to. Much as, but been. not he, as much as like focus. Romeo and not as much as like Romeo and Jonathan and Marianne and I'm gonna say yeah, he, he he's he's tried to be out there. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would I would say. Because um, actually, I mean, even Tori's getting more camera time and stuff than Roxroy is. So I don't know. That's what I think. All right, Kansas, that's, Kansas. What do you think? Watching the edits. Who out of these ten <laughs> people don't have a don't, they don't have a prayer? And who should we be keeping an eye on? I'm going to say Drea doesn't have a prayer. Uh, 
Romeo doesn't have a prayer. I'm just looking at everybody here. I know I know you guys are saying rocks, Roy, but I'm just not seeing it right now. Tori. I don't think Tori has a prayer. Okay. Those three. Those three are the only ones from what I see. All right. Tim, what do you think? Um, Ten people, the, the, the players left, who don't have a prayer in hell, and who still got a chance? Uh, I think Tor- I think Tori doesn't have a chance. She's being portrayed as way too chaotic, and no one trusts her. Romeo, I don't think he has a chance either. Also going to save Roxroy. And... And I'm and I'm gonna say Omar too. Okay. And also Lindsay. I forgot about Lindsay. They're hardly showing any of Lindsay. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah that's it's almost, it's, one, almost huh? it's almost like it's almost like Lindsay's forgotten. <laughs> yeah. And the thing with Omar is like he's done well the last two episodes, but he's got so many like fake alliances and stuff. That people are just going to feel burned by that because they would rather be outplayed than just be straight up outplayed than just why do from Kingdom Come. Yeah. But, Austin, you know from yeah. your experience in the Whispers games, you got mm-hmm. that many alliances going on like Omar does. It always bounces no, back not. on you. Yeah, yeah. I I think with Omar, like he's somebody whose name hasn't really caught uh come up yet. But um, like I I do think for right now they're showing him as someone. They're they're not showing a lot of people saying I don't know we should be worried about him. So I I do think he's uh he's someone who definitely looks like he's in it for the long haul, but. I, I think especially closer to get uh, when they get down to the end, they might be like comparing notes is like, oh look how hard this guy's been playing and like he just comes off as like a really smart guy. So like that's not someone you you want to sit in the final three with because he's someone who could t- potentially like come up with a really good argument to win. Um, and as further down the line, he might be. He might be someone who is like putting together these blind sides, and they might not want to let him sit in front of the jury with uh, the resume that he's been putting together. So I, I do think uh, he's trying to integrate himself well with everyone, but again, if there is a point where it's too much, there's not playing hard enough, and they're playing too hard, and he's he's borderline playing. Uh, himself out of the game at this point uh, once the line starts to crumble he might be one of the first few casualties depending on how the numbers fall down, fall out that's a good point Melissa what do you think about that with Omar um, if they do keep their numbers together and he does make it far enough is he going to be someone that they're going to decide at a certain point we can't trust you because you do too much crap so you gotta go yeah I think I think so 
also I think that they're not as aligned with. It's just like we were talking about before. Taku and I don't know the other two that were super tight. And so Taku makes it, you know, and the other two or whatever, and Omar is just not there. You know what I mean? He's not as tight with the with the bigwigs or the CEOs of the alliance. Yes, maybe. What is it with maybe, you guys? Maybe Steve, what with what they're showing us about Omar and the type of game he's playing, maybe he kind of branches out against that alliance and tries to pull something off, and he gets caught. Possible. That, that, could, could, be. that could be his that could, that could be his downfall. But I think right now, uh, he, the thing, the thing with what? him is he still has he still has a connection with Jonathan. Him and Jonathan were shown as the odd couple of Taku as the main pairing basically within Taku. So whatever he does, Jonathan is probably going to follow him. Within that decision, because they've been basically at they they've basically been paired at the hip the entire game so far. So yeah, but it does, Steve. It maybe, does. It does kind of depend on what he does from here on out. Yeah, it does. And so, I mean, so far, he's been basically the glue that has held this big alliance together so far. Now, obviously, yeah, there may be, uh, with all of the side deals and everything that he has made, yeah, that that could potentially come back and bite him in the end. Uh, But he has to reach that point first before that can even happen. And so far, from what we, from from what I've seen in his edit, I've seen him as being the type of player that you could potentially put into. If you if you were looking at it from a viewer's uh, from a casual viewer's perspective, I would be looking at Omar right now as a potential winner. Because you were you were talking, okay. you were asking us who you were asking us who could potential who who would be looked at as not a not a prayer in hell, and who would who would be looked at as uh, potentially being able to win it all. I mean, we we have seen winners before who have had a slow start to their uh, to their edits. I would probably put Omar in that uh, in that. Uh, that category where he had a slow start basically to his story. Okay. I mean, as they say, as they say, the edits usually take off by the time the merge comes. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> Tim, what do you think? Who, who are the pretenders and who are the contenders? Well, the contenders are, Marianne, Mike, um, despite what you now said on our review, I gotta say Jonathan here. Um, I actually think Hi too. 
you, and then the pretenders are the ones I kind of listed earlier: Lindsay, Omar, Tori, Rox, Roy. Um, Dre, Dre, I have a hard time figuring out where she falls in that because it's like when you see all the well, advantages. The whole, Kim, the whole thing with her is if she uses her advantages correctly. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. It's like it's almost like they're setting her up to fail with all these advantages. Because it's like no one's ever held that many advantages before, and yet they keep. Right. And every time she she finds a new advantage, it's like, hey, I got this, and I got this, and I got this. You know. Yeah. Kansas, what and do you that- think? Kansas, what do you think? Who are the contenders? Who are the pretenders? Well, you know, I would love to say Jonathan, but I know he's not, so that bumps me up. <laughs> but you, you, you can still say he's a contender because he is. Okay, okay. then I'm going to say exactly who I said last week. I'm going to say Jonathan, I'm going to say Mike, and I'm going to say Marianne. Because of what I know. Okay. Okay. With Marianne, and because of what give, I know. Give me, give me a couple of names of players that are really kind of pretenders right now that probably, I mean, you know, the way I always think of it, I think they all deserve to, to be where they are. But mm-hmm. um, give me a couple of names of, of a couple of people you think maybe shouldn't have gotten as far as they should have. I would say Romeo. I would say <laughs> Hi. Okay. All right. JB, what do you think? Who are the contenders? Who are the pretenders? Well, a couple people that I think that shouldn't have gone as far as they did. Uh, this is this is my this is my uh, list. One is Tori. Oh, I no put her there. Is, I agree with you. <laughs> another he, one is all, Romeo. Kansas. He's only saying that about Tori because she lives in Arkansas. No, I'm not. No, he I'm really not, felt uh, that way. I agree, I agree with that, though. <laughs> Arkansas, Arkansas has nothing to do with it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all pick. Y'all picking on my girl from Arkansas. No, I'd say it is just from Kansas too. Jim, he's starting the hey, Cincinnati I'm all, Arkansas I'm game early. I'm I'm all I'm already uh shaking in my boots uh coming uh this oh September with with yeah. uh with, on Cincinnati. Yeah, with my uh Bearcats and uh yeah, Arkansas. Yeah. So well, I'm, who are the who are, who are the contenders, JB? 
Okay, contenders I see Jonathan, Marianne, uh, Mike, Okay. Those are the only uh contenders that I really that I really see. Um yeah. you know, Rock's rolling is kinda eh, I don't wanna say that he hasn't made it as far as he did because I feel he did. Um Lindsay hasn't made it as far as I thought. Romeo made it made it further than I thought. Tori made it further than I thought. Uh another one is Dre. Okay. Alright. Kim, what do you think? Who are the contenders and pretenders? Well the ones that shouldn't have made it as far as they did, Tori. Um, you so mean. <laughs> well, I, 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 I like Tori, but I like Tori, but when you watch the way she played, yeah, she probably should have gone pretty much. Um, Jim's saying we're ganging up on him. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all ganging up, y'all ganging up on my Arkansas girl. <laughs> but she's really um, not. She just lived there. She's not really from. She wasn't no, born she's there. Not, she's, she's not from there, but that's where she resides. But that's but she's not mm-hmm. really a true Arkansan. No, if she was, she'd be like Natalie White and win the game. <laughs> <laughs> and she'd have a great accent, and she doesn't talk like this. So forget it. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Tim. Gotta have that wonderful accent. I'm sorry. It's almost, Gotta have that. It's almost almost time, guys. I just wanted to say, yeah, have a yeah, good it week. Is almost time. Oh, it's almost over, y'all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Three minutes. Also, I'm gonna. This one might surprise people, but also, yeah, Kim, I'm Kim always, you got enough time to get yours in. Yeah, I was also gonna say, but I also don't think Mary Ann should have made it as far as she did. I feel like she only did because Taku kept winning, because like, like with her personality and all, normally people with the big person, big like overbearing personalities get booted early. So I feel like she probably should have been gone, and also Romeo probably should have been gone not because he wasn't good at the game like strategically or anything, but simply because of his size. I thought he would have been gone <laughs> early. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, all right. Yeah. Okay, everybody, we got about two and a half minutes left, and the after show will end. So, everybody get your goodbyes in. We will see you back again next week after the double boot episode. Wow. Is it a one or a a two hour, Jim? It should give us a lot to talk about. Is it a one Mm -hmm. hour or a two hour show? One hour. Wow. So we'll have a quick boot. We'll have a quick boot and then a boot at the end. So thanks, everyone, for joining in. We appreciate it. We loved it. Mm -hmm. And 
We will see you here again next Thursday night. Looking yeah, forward to it. Yeah. Good Looking night, y'all. Thank you. If you guys haven't done like so already, to you guys. Uh, subscribe to the Missy AE podcast on blogtalkradio.com slash Missy AE. Or you can find us on iTunes as well as Apple Podcasts or Amazon Music by just searching Missy AE. You get access to all of these recaps, all of the sports podcasts, as well as Big Brother. Anything we have done up to this point, you will get access to everything, our entire media library. So be sure to subscribe to the Missy AE podcast and follow Jim Early on Twitter at The Game Survivor. Yeah. And if you're listening, Eddie, feel better. I'm I'm out there. I'm a big time pimp. And also, don't forget, Saturday night, Survivor Sports Whispers Weekly. Uh, We got a lot to talk about this week, so I can't wait. Saturday night, but obviously next Thursday night, we will be back for another Survivor recap. Go Colorado Avalanche. (laughs) Did you all enjoy the Rock Chalk Jayhawks? (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.